I V M. So welcome to another week on IVM. If you aren't following us on social media, please do. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This week on Simplified in a Shorty, Narendra and Shrikat simplify the phenomena of near-death experiences with interesting cases and scientific theories. On Pragati, Pavan and Hamsani are joined by economic policy expert Yazad Jal to discuss negative and positive rights. On the scene and the unseen, Amit Verma is joined by stand-up comedian Aditi Mittal and our production controller Swati to discuss misogyny and popular culture. On Pulyabazi, Saurabh and Pranay speak to Shruti Raj Gopalan about the meaning and importance of property rights in India. This week on Shunya One, we have Suchita Salman, founder and CEO of LBP, a local recommendations platform striving to discover all things new and old. On Hustle Science, Ranveer and Tejaswin speak to their buddy, tech entrepreneur and founder of Hello Inc., Angad Natkarni, to understand his coding craze and a lot more about his stories. And now, on to your shows. You're listening to TFG Football. Hello and welcome to another episode of TFG Indian Football Podcast. Today we are all stuck inside our respective homes because it's raining outside. It's raining where I am and it's raining where Kevin is. Kevin, you're in Mumbai, right? Oh yes, the rains have prevented us uh, to move out of the house. And I think uh, the studio quality sound which you always hear from us will be missing out today. Uh, IBM Podcast uh, is trying their best. Know, to get highest quality on this podcast, but bear with us if uh, we aren't able to get, uh, deliver that. Yeah, it's raining quite a lot in many different uh, parts of the world. Uh, you know, as we speak, there's a football team stuck in uh, a cave in Thailand, and uh, uh, you know, divers are trying to rescue them. Uh, this is Monday, uh, 9th of July, and hopefully within a day or two, uh, they will safely come out. But it's raining many different things in Indian football at the moment as well. Uh, first of all, we have that uh, controversy going on with Indian Olympic Association denying Indian football teams a chance to go to the uh, Asian Games. And some clubs are picking up the speed and uh, some extra twists and turns are happening in the whole narrative of I-League, ISL and uh, mingling of the two. So let's first continue on uh, Narinder Batra, the IOA chief, Indian Olympic Association chief. He came out with a statement after you know uh, Indian national teams were uh, denied uh, permission to go to Asian Games. AIFF came out and said, we'll pay for it. Just let us go, let us play, let us have that platform and get that experience. He came out and said, uh, this guy Narinder Batra, he says, we know Indian football team is not top 8 contender uh, and if we send them it will bring shame to India what is this guy smoking I, I just wow <laughs> what, what's yeah. going on Kevin no this is this is very blunt uh, this is brutal actually and yeah. you know just putting it out straight it's just uh, putting down your one of your own family members in front of the whole world yeah. saying they're not capable they're not deserving and no if this was the criteria, India should have been shining at uh, Olympic Games in every respect, in every uh, uh, discipline, sporting discipline that we are part of. But that's not the case. Now, if your criteria says that the top 15, the top 10 uh, in, in the world ranking or the Asian ranking goes and participates, you're expecting a lot from that contingent that goes there. But that's really not you know, close uh, to what we, we've seen the results over, over, over so many years. But uh, but but it is a reality that we have to face. What we are 
talking about your trilogy, I think uh, it, it's the way to put it in front of uh, everybody. So it being so brutally honest about uh, things doesn't you know bring uh, your country in good light. In uh, you know at least uh, in in front of viewers who are expecting uh, India to shine in all sports, but it just it just uh, you know sad way to uh, just gulp this reality that we are facing. Mm. And uh, it, it could have been said in another way. Uh, probably you have a criteria, but bringing shame to the country just sounds as if you know, uh, you know even uh, in in the next edition uh, we don't look like uh, uh, being there again uh, in in the tops. Uh, top spot to be sent again uh, by by the Olympic Association. Yeah, it's I don't know, man. It just does sounds wrong. It just sounds like he's got some bias here, and this is just my perception. He sounds bitter. Otherwise, why would you put down an entire sporting discipline like that by saying the national team brings us shame? Which sporting team we say that about? Like Indian cricket team loses uh, or gets thrown out of that? That happened two thousand seven. uh indian cricket team got uh, thrown out of uh, the group stage of the world cup lost to bangladesh and all that stuff and the media was crying shame on the country and all that stuff uh, that their performance had. it was a ridiculous uh, uh, you know uh, hyped up thing but that was from the media it was not like the the sports minister or other people who were actually in charge of developing and caring for sports in the country they did not go around and saying uh, you know this is shame on our country what are we north korea that uh, sporting performances are uh, treated by officials in that language like it's it's so disrespectful it's so ignorant i would have to say because this guy i don't think he understands anything about what football is and what it takes to improve in this sport you know it he's he's uh, from international hockey federation and uh, you know less less people play hockey uh, than uh, the number of people who play football uh, in uh, let's say a small indian state like mizoram or kerala let's say even even in entire people uh, you know let's just say take the city of kolkata there are more people who play football on uh, on a regular basis than than people who play hockey around the world and and i don't think it would be a, a wrong estimation on my part to say that it's it's yeah. just not on the same scale uh, 10 12 log ko khel ke uh, you know and and he's he's born into is is uh, it's lucky for us that we have a world class hockey tradition that goes back almost 100 years right yeah. and and this guy comes from that sport has administered that sport and he's judging a sport like football where everybody competes when more than 200 countries uh, participate uh, in the in the whole process and uh, we are trying to find our place uh, among that there is no other sport like that so unless somebody has actually come in and seen the depth of talent that how how hard the challenge is to improve when when almost like more than 150 countries have made football their first priority around the world and they are putting everything behind it they will never understand what it means to move up three four sports uh, in in football they don't understand what it means to beat thailand in uh, in 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 a football match in a nation cup game uh, and and just you know think about okay 20 years ago they used to beat us uh, pretty years or 5 years ago they used to beat us pretty easily now we got one over them they don't know how much sacrifice goes behind that small step and that's why they yeah, can judge us and 
No, even if you consider that uh, this is not even uh, the world stage as yet, it is still the yeah. continental level where we're expecting you know a lot of competition to be as good as uh, as in the developing nations you know, where India is you know proven proven mm. themselves in multiple sporting the departments that you know it doesn't require all the infrastructure in the world to uh, make a make a good team and it it could have been a good example you know, looking at uh, you know various. Uh, Age team that we are putting up, and even the considering the success, you know, if I can double quote that, uh, which is uh, you know highlight that word mm. success of hosting the the under 17 World Cup. I think that is you know had to carry on the momentum of last year. year. You know, it's very decent that the the world has started to take notice of of India as a, a footballing nation. I won't say the big footballing nation, but then. So it's very much active and very much uh, heading towards a professional direction. Mm-hmm. So there we had a chance to at least you know carry on that uh, that little recognition that we got from the World Cup uh, hosting. It's it, 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 it just you know put us down. It, it, yeah. it was sad to see you know, uh, the hopes being you know, carried out by uh, carried over by so many. Uh, you know, you just look at social media. So much is being talked about. Having a crowdfund uh, this, this team, having uh, you know uh, even the, the the football federation said that they are you know, they yeah. are ready to bear the expenses. So this just shows the support and the willingness of uh, the federation and uh, the crowd behind it to push the team forward. If this was not the case, you know, to convince them, I don't know what will con- really convince them. Yeah, definitely. And uh, just imagine something. I'm going to take an example from the Under 17 World Cup. India versus Colombia. We almost won that match, didn't we? You know, uh, we lost it. We scored a goal. They came back and scored, uh, and uh, we, we won it, and we lost it in the same moment. <laughs> yeah, but but see, with any luck, with uh, us not hitting the post uh, and all that, we could have won that game. It it was it was a game where it was tangible. Uh, a, a victory was tangible in that game. But could we have envisioned India an Indian team? Uh, being that competitive with the Colombia team, a Colombia that has played uh, in the World Cup so many times has a vibrant football culture, uh, has a, uh, it, it's pretty competitive in Copa America, right? Plays World Cup. Yeah. So uh, if if we had not seen that happen, if we had not taken that chance by hosting the World Cup and thrusting a well developed uh, or developed as much as we could kind of a, a under 17 squad uh, into the mix, we. Had we not taken the step, we would have never earned that, you know. And uh, and by not participating, like like imagine Colombia under twenty three playing in Asian Games, they would win a medal, you know, compared to uh, South Korea or China or Japan or whoever else is uh, the prime contender in uh, Asian Games. They would win a medal if a two year uh, development plan or a three year development plan at under uh, seventeen level. Can make us competitive with Colombia, you know. If if just IOA just just stays with AIFF for a moment and says, okay, we will we will uh, work with you in this. Just allow you to go out and test yourself. Maybe in a seven eight year period, we become competitive with uh, Japan and Korea in uh, in in the under twenty three level. It's it's not yeah. it's not like a it's not rocket science. It's you just have to believe and be positive and hopeful about the sport and and trust and understand that. Efforts are being done to in, uh, improve Indian football, and here he is like, you know, I'll pick up my hockey stick and I'll go home. I won't let you play. 
that's that's what that's what this guy is doing and it's just so cynical and uh, just just smells of bad bureaucracy and i just wonder is he is he uh, a bit bitter about all the leagues that uh, you know hockey started uh, not being so popular while uh, the new indian super league uh, becoming uh, the you know probably the uh, second or third be- uh, most popular league in the country and making a lot more money has that played a part in uh, uh, you know ioa not being so uh, kind towards football let's just say okay they have set a criteria but they should understand no like india playing in football is very different from india playing in sepak takrao right or 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 squash or whatever it is that uh, where where we uh, maybe the sixth or seventh best even if we win the gold medal those uh, games are never going to be as popular as uh, football or as important as football in, in in terms of society building or uh, connecting the country or, or really uplifting uplifting us in the in the world stage and if we don't participate we will always be that country who only does well in in uh, less less practiced sports like kabaddi or cricket or whatever kho kho you know we keep winning the kabaddi and kho kho world cup so let's just play that let's just play cricket hockey kabaddi and kho kho forget everything else because we don't win anything anyway so yeah that's what I mean, it is important to look at it uh, from a, a, a different angle not just you know, uh, getting trophies or getting medals from exactly from exactly it imagine had to be yeah yeah had to be developing the sport also carrying forward that commercial value as well you know i, I think you know, somewhere uh, if you don't see a product you know that's commercially viable or at least you know getting the the attractive sponsorship or yeah. having you know uh, you know foreign i'm not saying foreign I, I, you know even having interest from from the 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 play, those key players in in the sport so yeah. you require the backers you, you do require you know different kinds of stability behind the sport you want the supply to be coming in you want the, the investment coming in that what that is what you know also have to be considered not just medals if you have a sport that is being recognized that is being played that is being invested on i think that just you know shows the future of the sport and yeah. i think in india we already saw the future is being talked about it's being you know uh, spread across you know yeah. the, the mission level million we should you know talk about the positives over here i think it has done a great deal of uh, work to just get a recognition right which was which i felt was key the key point missing uh, to develop a sport in india and so it is required that momentum to be carried forward and really feel let down by this yeah definitely uh, yeah we'll have to leave it at that uh, indian football teams uh, the men and the women are not going to the asian games uh, and uh, uh this is going to hamper uh you know all the preparations that uh, we were hoping it would give uh, the teams uh, ahead of asian challenges and uh, other uh, big tournaments that are coming up world cup qualifiers are starting next year uh this would have been uh, helpful for that as well but you know we will live uh, in the world that we live in and uh, it's just up to the iff to pick up the tab and uh, do more organize more friendlies uh, uh maybe more tournaments uh, go into uh, you know different parts of the world and uh, uh give the boys and the girls the exposure that they need uh, in making that progress because ioa has made it clear they're not uh, supporting indian football at all so we'll come back after the break some good news on the other side uh, east bengal is starting a new chapter in its long history and uh, pretty much everybody is excited stay tuned 
गिव मी अ वर्ड या कोई भी लाइन कुछ भी हो सकता है यार क्या कहा आपने टोपी ओके मोहन जोशी हेटेड वेरिंग टोपीज ही फेल सफोकेटेड इन दम टोपी पहनते ही उसे स्कूल की याद आती थी वेर ऑफकोर्स ही हैड नो चॉइस बट टू वेर अ टोपी वह जिस दिन पास आउट हुआ उसी दिन उसने अपने टोपी का बॉनफायर बना दिया एंड सिंस देन ही नेवर वर्न अ कैप और अट ना कड़कती धूप में एंड नॉट इवन टू बचो फ्रॉम द ठंडी बट फ्रॉम मंडे ट्वेंटी सिक्स फेब्रुवरी मोहन जोशी हैड टू वेयर अ टोपी ऑल द टाइम वाई बिकॉज इफ ही डेंट एवरी वन अराउंड हिम न्यू एग्जैक्टली वो क्या सोच रहा था दे न्यू दैट ही वॉज वंडरिंग हाउ द गर्ल इन दो चूरीदार वुड लुक बिना कपड़े के They knew when he was calling the boss a sadela tomatoer. They knew everything. But ये सब हुआ कैसे? अरे भाई, यही तो story है. और ये story आप ही ने मुझे दिया by giving me the starting word. यही तो है the crocs tales. Words आपके, कहानी आपके लिए. Catch the stories on Monday and Thursday on the IVM website, app, and anywhere you get your podcast from. See you soon. So a few days ago, uh, at Park Hotel, I think it it was Park Hotel uh, or one of the hotels, uh, many hotels in Park Street, uh, East Bengal Football Club held a press conference where they unveiled that they had a new sponsor and not just a sponsor, it's a partner. It's a partner who specializes in business development and uh, you know returning financial returns. It's a it's it's Quizcorp. who have a footprint all over the world they have different kinds of partnerships with different kinds of companies in different sectors uh, and uh, what they do is uplift a brand and uh, you know i i don't completely understand what they do but uh, they are in that uh, business <laughs> but they are also in 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 sports apparently now uh, they have tied up with east bengal football club and uh, it's it's just it's just the biggest deal in indian football any club has made uh, ever uh, it's it's a uh, 70% of the shares uh, will go uh, to east bengal sorry will will go to quest cop uh, and and east bengal will be called quest east bengal fc uh, for now at least and uh, bring on the trolls bring on the <laughs> yes no question about it so yeah it's a, it's they're going to they're going to uh, have that and they will invest a shit load of money if east bengal plays in i league it's 10 crores a year uh, if they play in isl uh, it, there is no upper limit it can uh, but but the you know uh, moderate estimates say it's going to be 40 45 crores a year and if that happens that will be the the most pricey glitzy football uh, club football side ever made in indian football history uh, if east bengal make the jump Kevin, when you heard about this news, what was your reaction initially? Ah, it brings a big uh, cheer. Firstly, you know, if you look at it from uh, a point of view that you know investment is coming into football, and this is yeah. a big investment, and you know, literally with, the biggest uh, investment with, ever in club yeah. football. Yeah. So it it just just not money. It's it's development. I feel development is is being not thought about over here. Yeah. Uh, when 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 you say. You 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 make it straightforward. You play in the I League, you have so and so budget. You play in the ISL, you have you know ten times or whatever the, the number of times. Uh, Four times, yeah. Yes, it increases. 
just shows you the you know the plan ahead. So yeah. When, when things can be you know seen from a distance, that it becomes easier for a club or a partnership uh, to work better. So yeah. We, we see a good vision by uh, Bengaluru FC. I always associate the vision in Indian football with Bengaluru FC. Here we see a good you know corporate deal being you know talked about. Uh, for for a team that has been existing for almost a century or over a century, and you know it's been active as well. So yeah. let alone the trophies being uh, you know not touched upon at least at the national level, but they are a club that is you know uh, participating in so many tournaments. They 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 have a rich history, and you club it with a partnership that's you know you know proven earlier. And for me, it was good news because. So we see a lot of uh, movement happening towards professionalism in Indian football, and especially about these two Kolkata clubs. We obviously seeing uh, you know a lot of fights happening before we uh, entered over here. Uh, you know, a lot of chaos was there in, in, in the back room, but this is a more professional approach. Uh, at least you know looking at where they stand at the moment, and uh, let alone uh, the, the the differences that uh, they, were, they were there in the board. This just gives. A, a good look to you know things ahead for East Bengal. Uh, probably you know uh, the, the professional approach that uh, Chiranjit always you know you've been talking about. Yeah, uh, it is good. It gives a good angle for for the club to look ahead. Yeah, and two main points uh, that needs to be uh, considered in this deal because it's it's a landmark deal in Indian football. Uh, make no mistake about that. Uh, the first is we have. Uh, uh, you know the the money is there and it it's it's a brand building company right and uh, we know that east bengal and mohan bagan are two of the least used brands in the country they have so many fans but most of that fan base is sleeper because uh, the club never reaches out to them has never felt the necessity to reach out to them and uh, market themselves to them uh, they just take the, those for granted and uh, that's why uh, those those fans fans the more casual ones really engage you know that's why the big difference between the derby attendance and the uh, and the regular game attendance and uh, you know it 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 would be surprising uh, maybe for most especially those who are uh, you know used to the ISL atmosphere and the ISL culture that in its long history neither East Bengal nor Mohan Bagan nobody ever had. A marketing team, a professional marketing team, who would try to get sponsors, who would try to bring in advertisement, who would try to think, look at uh, you know things like uh, you know ticket pricing uh, with strategy and uh, generating more revenue for the clubs. Especially when we are entering a uh, era in uh, Indian and world football where it's it's no longer enough to just sell twenty thousand tickets. It's it's about you know getting more visibility on tv that's what decide uh, decides uh, you know what kind of sponsorship you get and how much money you make in the end so it's if if that's the benchmark then you need professionals and uh, these uh, east bengal and mohan bagan officials were just trying to micromanage this by trying to using uh, use their own business uh, contracts but if you're not a specialist your uh, your contacts are limited your expertise your understanding of the matter is also limited so that's why they were getting shitty deals all over the place both east bengal and mohan bagan heineken lost out on such a huge opportunity when they uh, kicked east bengal in the gut and pulled out of the partnership now see what they've got you know and uh, it's it's literally astonishing how they managed to retain their contr- uh, control over the club and that's the second point east bengal will uh, redo its executive board there will be eight people on it 
four people will be from uh, Questcorp, uh, the new partners, and four people will be from East Bengal Club itself. But the veto power stays with the East Bengal uh, Club group itself. Questcorp will not have the final say in what is done at the club, and that is huge. Imagine, I I, I didn't really think it it was possible till it was announced. I thought whoever was going to come in. they will want majority shares and they will want full control of the club which is fine which is fair it's a completely justified demand because you are putting in an insane amount of money so you want to know that things will be done rightly and for that you need uh, executive control but quiscop have come in and said hey we are okay with you take uh, say, uh, having the final say but let's have a 50-50 partnership on the board and give us the majority shares so what it looks like is that quiscop are they're not in it for good they're not in it for like a 100 year haul or uh, you know just just becoming a part of east bengal forever it's they have a 10 year plan they want to grow the brand as much as possible then then sell it off to somebody or either either make uh, releasing it in the share market or uh, you know having a private takeover where they will make a profit you know and and it's a, it's a very different kind of a plan and and so the but at the same time the footballing control like the major signings the the coach who's going to be the coach uh, which are the players uh, who's going to take uh, different positions uh, in the administration of the club that more or less remains still with the east bengal club so it it seems like for the first time we're seeing two different entities working in the same club as as uh, uh, as the which is the east bengal club and the football team is being managed by east bengal mostly and the brand of it is looked at as a completely different entity by the investors and that's being managed by quiscop who will be advertising it the brand out to others uh, and uh, sell logos on their jersey and keep the profit for themselves so it's it's i i have not seen anything like this in uh, indian football before but it it really boils the the core functionality of football clubs down uh down to the detail that this is yeah. this is how you, you can merge the two this is how you can have the club like talking yeah. about uh, talking yeah. about power control over here we we know the final say will be with the east bengal officials you know that was somewhere expected you know you do know uh, the way these clubs have been you know sustained for over so long it's because of these uh, officials you know somebody you know you curse yeah, them, but, uh, yeah. them you know you want you know that continuity to be there that you know that traditional uh, you know feel of the club you know maybe that is the reason that they have this you know uh, final say uh, clause in, in the argument but then you know, it does not put a quest away from the football no, aspect as well i mean so not it, it, yeah. it may not Yeah, it may not, ahead. you know, have them. It may not have them, you know, have control, or probably, you know, give that, uh, you know, uh, these are your shortlisted option. Probably when you have a coach selection, go in for these coaches, go in for, you know, these kind of players, go in for these type of investment in so and so department. That may not happen. But then I think, you know, close to six seventy percent of, you know, the suggestions or the recommendation has to be coming from Quest. You know, it, it, yeah. you do uh, you know own the the brand value of the club and uh, the responsibility to grow that you should be having you know at least you know uh, your, uh, some way of recommending or pushing things at at least to a limit maybe yeah, that yeah, yeah. is the, the kind of you know new uh, you know new look or 
So I, I will say it's kind of a mini revolution that we, we are seeing at uh, East Bengal. Yeah, yeah and, and uh, it's going to be very interesting how this plays out because uh, we know there are characters in East Bengal uh, who who may act in a, in a more selfish manner and try to exert more control and that may piss off uh, the uh, the corporate partners but but frankly uh, you know I, I i don't even i can't even think of any other case at least in asian football uh, where this has properly worked uh, but yeah i, I agree with you that uh, a lot of the suggestions will come from quest corp maybe uh, east bengal uh, club the the core is bengal club group which is represented in the uh, executive board they will mostly agree with all the suggestions and and yes, that's why yes. that's why it becomes a real partnership because this is not permanent this this uh, uh what do you equilibrium they have in the management is not permanent it requires both sides both quescop and the uh, east bengal officials to cooperate with each, with each other to maintain the proper functioning uh, of this team so that's that's going to be interesting and that opens up to other uh, you know other questions like this we know mohan bagan have a similar deal or at least two or three similar deals on the plate and so far all the all of that has been falling apart because uh, all the corporate entities wanted uh, full control full man, uh, executive decision over what is going to happen and that that was that's what was uh, you know not to the liking of uh, let's say anjan mitra faction and many others who thought they would be booted out of the club and uh, their power positions maybe the east bengal uh, deal can serve as a as a draft and uh, it can guide other clubs to sign similar deals do you yeah, see that it's mostly going to be leading you know a, a similar kind of uh, uh, power sharing between uh, you know the new deal now we, we obviously know now what uh, what happens at east bengal yeah. kind of simulates uh, at um, bagal to some extent but you know there are similar problems going on at back room for both both uh, big, yeah. big clubs so i think one leads the way probably you, know, you have something similar if not you know is uh, on the same line but you know that uh, this is the the professional approach that you know you challenge you are stressed on you yeah. you want those ceos to come in if you know it, it's not going to happen in uh, happening in one season and yeah. again till you are part of the i league it's always going to be difficult once yeah. you move into the you know well organized well structured uh, isl there uh, we will see the big changes coming in but yeah. probably this season you know you, you, we will see something similar happening at mohan bagan and you have a set a three or four year plan that's you know also active for mohan bagan and yeah. then probably down uh, two years we will see you know more control being given to the private uh, holders of the club. Mm yeah it's uh, it's all about a uh, fluid uh, transition of power and uh, it it would definitely be much better if uh, professionals are handling these clubs other than these amateurs who fight over a mic on a stage in front of the whole world. Uh it's it's sad to see Mohan Bagan still not there quite there but I have a suspicion that the reason the faction wars in Mohan Bagan have escalated so much it is not just because uh, uh, elections are coming up it's also because there is a deal like that on the table which both parties like and they just want to win the election so that they are in the power when that deal is signed and once that deal is signed they will have that control forever because the the club makes the decision about the deal but the football team is regarded as a separate entity from the larger club 
that you get what i'm saying like both east bengal and mohun bagan have cricket teams they have uh, they uh, they uh, sponsor various athletes uh, in different fields but that's part of the member based larger body but the football team itself is a is either a private limited or a public limited now mohun bagan may become a public limited and uh, you know trade shares publicly of the football team not the club itself but whoever signs the papers whoever is on charge once uh, that deal is agreed upon will become uh, a permanent part of that private or public limited and uh, and that's what they are fighting for they it's about who gets to sign that paper and uh, yeah it, it's considering how football is going to grow over the next 20 years these shares are going to be like gold because you can just imagine how much of a boost is bengal and mohan bagan will receive The, it, it just tells you look at the quest corp deal of with east bengal uh, for uh, i league they get 10 crore for isl they get 4 5 times that's the difference in exposure that's the difference in marketing level that's the difference in sponsor interest and crowd interest overall you know uh, you you want your uh, team to be seen on prime time uh, across multiple channels in various languages so that it gets more and more viewers and the logo is seen by more and more people and and that's what the game is all about at this point and uh, yeah it it seems like east bengal and mohan bagan will become the most rich clubs of the country pretty soon and who knows what where we go from there if uh, east bengal and mohan bagan already have really good scouting networks uh, which is how they find these uh, cheap quality players uh, especially from uh, africa or uh, Uh, you know other other uh, eastern europe uh, countries like that if they have you know access to considerable amount of money they will become title contenders in isl in no time and then then we have bengaluru east bengal uh, mumbai city uh, and all these fc goa all these big time uh, ambitious clubs just going at each other in a new isl which is the top division league of the country how does it sound kevin It sounds good. It sounds hopeful. It sounds realistic. But then, uh, it, it, I think there's there's some time to uh, obviously uh, see all the thing, things in transition. But yeah, I I, I get the feel that uh, from a Montreal fan, and uh, you know, uh, somebody who's who's seen it so close. But you know, uh, it, it's always hope that you want to see the professional approach. Yeah. I think these are steps taken. Uh, I, I, it, it was a good future, and there's also the rumors that's going around in the market that various, uh, you know, foreign-based companies, uh, some of them already associated with with football, some of them not. I don't want to go ahead and repeat specific rumors because uh, most of it is unsubstantiated at this point uh, or unconfirmed. Uh, so it's it seems like multiple ISL franchises are attracting foreign investment of this of a similar nature. so imagine if we have uh, you know different uh, entities which own uh, football clubs across many countries come in and invest in uh, indian football suddenly we will have better access to training better access to uh, you know players uh, a, a better player exchange program and suddenly india becomes a transactional part of world football in terms of player transfer and uh, and uh, you know, holding friendly scala blasters are holding that tournament which is great it's it's just going to become football is just going to become more and more prevalent and global within the country and uh, isn't that 
isn't that what we want to see uh, as as the early steps of making uh, india a, a, a global notable player in football uh, it, it seems like it's following the china model here <laughs> yeah and 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 you know it is just open up the eyes of uh, the administrators and the ones who you know put down football so far probably yeah. you know this this just gives them a headway to think about you know more broadly than uh, the being the narrow just looking at uh, trophies and medals to bring home yeah maybe in 30 years football will rival cricket in terms of popularity and reach and uh, and the economy size around it 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 already has way more teams than uh, cricket has uh, and it does not have the restrictions in uh, private enterprise and uh, club uh, tournaments like cricket has either cricket becomes more club oriented or football just overtakes them with sheer volume so let's just see what happens uh, you know down the line so many exciting possibilities only if people in ioa had uh, the eyes to see these possibilities and participate in it because if they are a part of this development process it benefits them too and if it benefits ioa it benefits all olympic sports in uh, in the country but seems like they don't have that outlook right now hopefully people open their eyes and uh, east bengal and mohan bagan get themselves sorted and uh, we get to see india and asian games uh, come to 2022 so with that hope uh, we will end this episode today uh, thanks for listening to us uh, i am chiranjit oja you can find me on uh, twitter at the rate chiranjit oja uh, with me was uh, kevin barboza who can be found at uh, at the rate uh, boza_kevin uh, on uh, twitter uh, and also listen to all the podcasts by uh, ivm podcasts uh, on their ivm podcast app where you can find the best indian podcast all in one place uh, you can also listen to this episode on uh, stitcher itunes uh, soundcloud or whatever pod- podcasting uh, platform that you prefer we'll come back uh, next week we will be at the heat of uh, the world cup finales and everything and uh, we will bring you all the details about uh, what's happening uh, in the world cup and uh, whatever is happening in indian football in that relation or otherwise uh, so come back to us next week thank you did i just catch you on your way to work Or did you end up pulling an all-nighter? Let me guess. You have a packed schedule for the day, the week, and probably the month and the year. That's a lot for your mind to handle, don't you think? This buzzing chaos also brings tons of negative thoughts. Am I right? Try spinning that bottle in a positive direction with me, Chetna, on the Positively Unlimited podcast every Monday on IBM Podcasts. It's time to change your life one alphabet at a time. Yeah. It's Aviem here. Let's go. With Aviem kids on the block over here. Just to talk, taking a break from producing all day, coming on this podcast cuz we got stuff to say. Aviem Daily is the name of the show. Monday to Friday we ready to go. Talking about stuff in our head. We might even talk about our favorite bread. Signing out. It's IBM here the podcast network that's in your ear. Catch IBM daily Monday to Friday on the IBM podcast app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey.